Welcome to the Rise and Thrive Podcast. My name is Liz Paris. And I'm Christina Cyphers. We're sisters. And we have been on a journey to get unstuck in life and learn tips, tools, and techniques to find more success, love, and happiness. We want to share what we've learned with you to help you move from surviving to thriving. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Arise and Thrive. We're super excited to be with you here today and discuss problems that can be solved with one simple solution today. And the problems that we're talking about are some problems that everyone can relate with. Um, Sometimes we say, oh, I'm, I'm just in a funk or I'm down in the dumps or I'm just struggling. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling worried. Um, my thoughts are quite negative right now and I'm struggling with that. Or I'm struggling with the relationships that I have in my life, you know, with a child, with a spouse, with a extended family member, or maybe I'm struggling with money issues. Um, and a lot of times we just have expectations in our lives that aren't met. And it's just very frustrating for us. We always kind of look and say, oh, that person's doing this thing again. <laughs> and we get annoyed, we get frustrated, and we often focus on what's going wrong in life instead of focusing on um, what we do have. But it's this kind of lacking thinking, and we're thinking about all the things that aren't going well. And sometimes this can be called rumination, just those thoughts of thinking in a really negative way. Um, and we focus in on like past hurts, like, oh, they said this to me, or, oh, that hurt me, or, um, you know, also just, we tend to be less present when those kinds of things are going on. We, we're out of sorts. We're just kind of going internal and imploding instead of reaching out and having good relationships with people and, and enjoying life and feeling more of those light, wonderful emotions. And so I just listed like probably 15 different problems that could be going on in your life, any one of those. Um, and all of these can be helped with one simple practice. And today we're going to talk about that. We're gonna talk about gratitude practices. And so this is a really cool topic because we just had Thanksgiving and some of you got to participate in a gratitude practice. We saw a lot of social media out there that was super positive and people giving thanks. And it was so fun for me. Didn't you love it, Christina, to get on social media? And yeah, see all I loved comments. it. I miss it already. I'm like, can we go back to last <laughs> week and everyone was being grateful instead of complaining <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and sharing their opinions about this and that. I thought it was awesome to, especially when people would share different struggles and trials they had, and then they'd share why they were grateful, why they, you know, had that trial and that thing that happened in their life. It was, I feel like I got to know people and a different side of people that I didn't know before. It was, it was really cool. Yeah. And what people had learned or gained from things instead of just, hey, this is a struggle for me and, and it's frustrating, but kind of getting to a space of, well, what are we learning from it or what are we gaining from it? 
Yeah, it was um, cool to see all the positives that they could pull out of their pull out of their really tough situations. I mean, one person, their husband had a brain tumor and they were talking about the things they were grateful for in this terrible thing that had happened. So yeah, I thought that was that was one of the coolest things that I've seen on social media forever. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. I know a gal that I know, her husband was just recently diagnosed with cancer and she put out there how grateful she was for a normal day. Like they had been to all these treatments and things and she got to go and take her kids to school and her husband got to go to work. And it was just like, I'm so grateful for a normal day. And I thought that was really, really cool. There's been some neat ones. I'm sure everyone could share a few that touched their hearts during this time. Um, so as we're talking about gratitude, all during this Thanksgiving time, Christina and I have been with our dad quite a bit. Um, he's been having some health issues. And so it's been interesting for us to, you know, experience being in a hospital on Thanksgiving and and trying to strengthen him up. He's got a lot of pain going on and things like that. And um, his situation is getting better. They're treating him and, and he, he had a collapsed lung and that's getting better. He's got some rib pain and we're still waiting to see on some testing with that. But um, it's, it's interesting how, you know, just being in the hospital, it could be very depressing on a holiday, but um, it was neat to like meet different people and, and take the opportunity to kind of just make the most of that situation. I, I thought it was really an interesting Thanksgiving. It was really good. Didn't you think Christina? Yeah, it was, it was really different. And one thing that Liz and I decided to do, well, actually it was Liz's idea. Both Liz and I do um, a gratitude journal. So that's one of the practices that we like to do to help us stay on track and to be grateful. And so Liz swung by the dollar store and picked our dad up a nine, a dollar notebook and brought it to him and she had labeled it gratitude journal. And so we'd taken like shifts. And so I'd gotten there really early in the morning after she had dropped it off and I started reading it and I thought, Oh, wow, these are so neat. And so we, I started off every morning um, with our dad writing down some things that he was grateful for. And it was as small as like, cranberry juice you know it was like that was what he was gonna have for breakfast that day and he was really excited because he loves cranberry juice and so it was really nice to be focusing and kind of change his mindset while he was he is in a lot of pain and was in a lot of pain and so it was great to kind of focus on a few things and just I don't know it really was awesome I feel like during Thanksgiving especially to kind of do that with him when you know he was kind of having a hard time so yeah for sure yeah. It was cool. And actually, um, the reason why I thought of that, I mean, we do do gratitude, a gratitude practice or have our gratitude journal, but I was looking at what helps with inflammation and there's so many studies on gratitude and guess what came up? Gratitude can help with inflammation in the body. And I was like, of course it does. Cause it helps with everything else. Like everything we just listed. It made me so happy when I read that. I mean, it helps um, people have better relationships. It helps with physical help. It help health. It helps with psychological health, like mental wellness. It helps with empathy and it reduces aggression. It helps with sleep. It helps improve self-esteem. And it's just, there's so many amazing side effects from just this one practice. So super cool. Um, so I 
I think that as we think about, well, why gratitude? I mean, we've talked a little bit about why, but it's actually a practice. And, you know, when you're in that kind of worry, depression, anxious state of mind, and you've got those emotions coming up, you're usually looking at um, the problems around you and the lack and the frustration and things that irritate you. And so gratitude is a practice and that's just what it is. You practice it. And if you do it regularly and with repetition, that's when it starts to make the shifts. It does take time to get a gratitude practice working for you, but it helps your mind practice looking at how good things are or what are the good things in my life. And it gives your mind the training to seek out the good. So you notice it more and you're naturally more happy when you're looking at the good. It just makes sense. If you've got positive thoughts and positive emotions going on, you're going to see more of that and you're going to feel better. And it works because you shift your perspective. And like I said too, it's, it's a repetition. So it's that constant shifting your perspective. So like with our dad, we were doing it morning and night. And that's a way to get a lot of progress quicker is to do morning and night. Um, We'll talk about a study in a little bit where they did the gratitude only once a week and it was still beneficial. Um, And so it works on your mind and it works on your body and it helps with so many things. Like I said, inflammation, it's like, okay, awesome. (laughs) Let's, it's just what the doctor ordered to get the inflammation down. Right. (laughs) So, um, Let me read a few more from the American Heart Association from a study that they had published. So not only inflammation, but it says memory problems. Um, It helps with the inability to concentrate, anxiety, depression, insomnia, cardiovascular problems, uh, poor digestive health, headaches, hypertension, and muscle cramps were some of the physical um, better health that you could have from having a gratitude practice. So I thought that was really cool. I didn't even realize that it could help with that many things. Yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. And, um, you know, there's a lot of depression, especially this time of year, you know, there's just, you know, people have stresses and things with the holidays and all the the things that go on this time of year, um, extra costs and things. And those who count their blessings or do a gratitude practice are less depressed. Studies show that. Um, People experience life-changing results just by having this little practice in their lives, better life, more peace, um, better relationships. And the cool thing about it is you can pick how to do your gratitude practice. It could be thank you notes. It could be a gratitude journal. Um, You could have your family put a poster up or a whiteboard or whatever and just Every day, everyone goes around and writes what they're grateful for. Um, Christina and I, well, for a long time, our mom's really was really big on gratitude. If people, if the kids came around on, on Halloween and they said thank you, she would give them an extra candy, just like an immediate reward to help them be more grateful and to celebrate that they were grateful. And um, so I love that kind of aspect of my mom and And I'm sure, Christina, that's something we hold dear to our hearts. She used to say, thank you and please, thank you and please. There are no nicer words than these. She was a preschool teacher too. And so 
just that positivity about gratitude, it comes from my mom. Even when she had Alzheimer's, you remember, Christina, she would say thank you to everyone. Thank you. And I love you and give hugs. And she's just a grateful person. And so love that about my mom. So one of the things that I started was to, at dinner, go around and each person got to say what they were grateful for that day. And um, Christina adapted it to I, when your kids were over, they're like, oh, we say something that was hard for us. And we say something we're grateful for. And I thought that's so great, because then it's validating that there is struggle, but there's still a lot to be grateful for. And so anyway, I thought that was awesome. You do that every night at dinner. <laughs> that's so it great. Because I feel like a lot of times, your kids might miss something that happened to them at school that might have not been, you know, their favorite situation or was difficult with a friend or, and so for some reason at dinner time, that's the time they remember, they'll tell me, you know, like, so-and-so wasn't playing with me at recess or so-and-so said this about me today. And so uh, it's been good to be able to talk about those hard things, but then yeah, talk about also the things that they're grateful for that day, the things that went awesome that day too. That's awesome. Well, and I think sometimes the stress kind of builds up and sometimes when the, when kids or adults can share what's going on, it helps them release that out. And then they can focus on the gratitude. Sometimes it's like, oh, say thank you and be grateful and just put on a smile. But if no one ever validates, hey, this was hard for me. And just for a second, you know, you, you'd validate, okay, you got hurt, you fell down, you scraped your knee, I'm sorry. And just that little validation, then they can let it go and be, go on with things and be grateful. So I, I liked that you got, you added that in. That's One fun. other thing with that is I read in a book to have your kids to be relatable to them. So if you had a certain situation, like if I had a friend that was mean to me on the playground, like it's good for kids to like kind of say that, you know, tell them like, oh, that happened to me once. Like my friend so-and-so didn't let me swing with them and gave and held the swing and saved it for their other friend. And it made me feel sad. And then they know that they're not in the wrong, you know, fulfilling those negative feelings. And then I think it's easier for them to release them and to kind of get over it when, oh, that happened to my mom too. Like, it's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm fine, you know. And then after they, you know, talk about that, then they can talk about those things they're grateful for. And then I think they can kind of move on from, you know, that sad thing that happened that day. Yeah, that's great. And one of the studies that I was reading about actually talked about um, keeping putting a gratitude practice in for people who had depression and anxiety, they broke up the group, the entire group into three smaller groups. And all these people were experiencing the depression or the anxiety, and they wanted to have counseling services. Well, the first group um, was instructed to write a letter of gratitude each week for three weeks And then they continued after that, like they just kind of checked in, okay, how was it at three weeks? How was it here and there? Um, But then the second group, um, they wrote about their deepest thoughts and feelings about negative experiences, which I thought was interesting to see if it had the same effect, you know, as gratitude, if they're, you know, venting their feelings, which one has a greater effect. So then the third group did no writing. And when you compare the negative experience people, the the ones that wrote about their negative experiences and the ones who only had counseling, the ones who had gratitude letters reported that they had significant, the studies showed that they had significant better mental health in four weeks Mm 
And then they checked in again at 12 weeks. And so after, uh, and that was after they were done with their writing exercises, that was only writing one letter per week, you know, and they did it four weeks and they went up to 12 weeks and they had a significant better mental health than those who wrote about negative things or that did no writing. And so I thought that was really cool because yes, we need to validate the negative, but I think sometimes if you write it out, but you don't shift it, it can actually eat at you too. And mm-hmm. so like, you know, getting it out, but then getting onto a more positive emotion, like that gratitude, at least that's how that study turned out. It makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think for sure. Cause if you stay in that negative place and just focus on that negative and don't shift your mindset to the positive, then you can stay in that negative state. Oh, that was a crummy day on the playground and it can kind of ruin your whole night. So yeah, I think that is key is to make sure when you're doing that, then you, you know, clear it and, you know, kind of get over it and then bring in the positive and, you know. Yeah. That shifting is really important. Um, There's a a gal, Angela Sassville, and she was, she's a licensed um, psychotherapist And she talks about the spiritual side of emotions and how science has taught us that everything, you know, atoms, objects, they all vibrate at a certain frequency. And there's actually machines where you can test the frequency of like a table or whatever it is, a tree. And so you can find out what hertz it's vibrating at. And so they've learned in psychology that thoughts and feelings produce energy too. And there's a higher vibration associated with positive feelings and emotions like happiness, joy, excitement, and peace and gratitude, of course, (laughs) and negative emotions and feelings like fear, shame, frustration are all at a lower vibration. And um, in this study that she was a part of um, some of the research, they, they noted that when someone focuses on gratitude, and I should say that you're your vibrational level can be anywhere between 50 megahertz and 700 um, megahertz. And so when you focus on gratitude, it increases automatically up to like 540 megahertz. So like, say you're low that day, you're at like 100 and it'll automatically go up to 540, which I thought that is so cool that um, gratitude is such a high vibrational state. And I know that you know, when I've written a thank you note, somehow I just feel really good after like I did a really good thing that felt really good. Um, Or when I write in my gratitude journal, I'm like, wow, the day wasn't that bad. Actually, I did pretty good. Like it just makes me feel better. And um, that higher mood or energy that we experience can invite more good into our life. So that's a cool study too. Um. So I, um, I don't have a lot more to share. Um, Christina, did you have more that you wanted to share about the studies that you looked yeah, at? I'm just going to share an article that I um, read. It's, it's on the powerofpositivity.com and we'll leave that link in there if you want to check it out. But it talks about how um, science explains 12 benefits of keeping a gratitude journal so specifically doing gratitude journals. And there was a lot of really cool, interesting studies in there. Um, but the one that I wanted to talk about was, um, sorry, I'm just pulling it up right here, that you can actually have healthier relationships when you write in a gratitude journal. 
Um, so I thought that was interesting. It said in 2015, and this was studied by the Gonzaga University, revealed that those who routinely express gratitude are far more likely to attract new friends and potential romantic romantic partners, romantic partners than those who do not. So I thought that that was interesting that you're even more likely to attract new friends. friends. Yeah, yeah. If you're being grateful, which I never would have even thought about that, but I, that kind of like stuck out to me, I guess, because right now I'm in a new place and I don't really have any friends. So I'm like, maybe I need to be more grateful. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's a good one. I came across that one too. And it kind of surprised me. I'm like, oh, you make more friends when you're grateful. But I mean, people like to be around positivity. And if it raises your energy level up and and people can feel that, people feel. I mean, you walk in a room and someone's really grumpy or mad, you know, like your mom, mm-hmm. say you didn't put away your stuff and you walk in and you feel, oh, I did something wrong. Like something's wrong. She's not happy. And it's the same, like people like to be around that good feeling, that positivity. That's cool. Another one that it was in the study that's kind of interesting, just these I never thought of, it was um, that you'd be more creative. It says, for those who enjoy expressing themselves through creativity and are struggling, they could look at doing a gratitude journal. Um, According to Positivity, a book written by Dr. Barbara Fredrickson, it says filling and expressing appreciation helps broaden the mind, allowing ideas to flow more freely. So there's another one that's kind of interesting yeah, that you never think of. Creative. Yeah. We should Rob and Eric, they're quite the our brothers. They're quite the um artists. So start your yes, start your attitude journal are. boy. <laughs> so um, there was one other um besides doing like a gratitude journal, because everyone's kind of heard of that. I was thinking of a few other different creative ways and Liz had talked about a few other gratitude practices, but one that I've done before um, is when you get to a stoplight um, while you're at the stoplight, you just think about all the things you're grateful for. And I've even done it with my kids where we are at the stoplight and everyone has to go through the car and say something that they're grateful for while you're waiting at a stoplight. I mean, what better use of time at a stoplight? You know, you're just waiting for it to turn green anyway. Yeah. So that one's kind of a fun one to do if and you're turning, looking for. A turning new... a negative thing into a positive because no one likes red stoplights, right? Yeah, no one does. So they can be your new favorite when you're hanging out there that you can <laughs> raise yeah. that vibration and get to be a little more grateful. So I thought that one was a fun idea as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that. Um, so I love those outcomes, you know, more healthy, better relationships, more friends. Um, there's just a lot of good ones. Um, I, a while back, I was really in this spot of just deep gratitude. It wasn't just like, I'm grateful for, um, milk in my fridge and a warm bed and, you know, just listing things, but I was feeling it so deeply that sometimes I was moved to tears about how grateful I felt in my life. And I remember during that time, just waking up and feeling so grateful and so, and excited and fulfilled. I'm like, my life is so awesome. <laughs> like, I just was so excited about my life. And I, you know, I think that it's great to write them down, but if you can bring in like that feeling when you're writing it down, not just like, okay, let's list them, but let's feel it. Let's feel what that feels like. 
that's even like taking this practice to the next level. Um, so first challenge is pick a gratitude practice because no matter which one you pick, and even if you only do like a letter on a Sunday, like you're right, your thank you note, whatever it is, that's going to make a difference. And over time, it builds up and it gets better and the effects are stronger. And usually like if you have a practice, sometimes it wears off, but they've found with gratitude that it just builds like a snowball. So that's really cool. So first pick what your thing is, what your gratitude practice is. Are you going to do the stoplight one? Are you going to write in the journal? Are you going to write thank you notes? Are you going to list it at dinner? Like everyone say something they're grateful for. Um, Are you going to give extra treats out at Halloween when the trick-or-treaters <laughs> say thank you? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thank you, Marla. We love you, Mom, Marla. Um, and so then when you do your gratitude practice, try to feel it. So get that grateful, excited, fulfilled feeling going and see what happens. It turns something on inside of you. Your life gets better when your thoughts and your patterns get better. Like this is a pattern. This is something you're going to add in. So when you start doing that and, and your pattern gets better and your thoughts get better and your feelings get better, your life gets better. And I, one of the benefits I do think to writing it down is then when you are kind of maybe in a negative state of mind, you can go back and reflect on those experiences and those feelings that you had that did make you feel grateful and they can all come flooding right back into you. And it can give you, you know, a reason to smile and be like, Oh, it's not that bad right now. Like, yeah, things are awesome. My life is wonderful. So I do think um, that is one of the benefits. If you do write it down, I think all, all the ways are great. And in this study, it says that um, you will be 25% happier if you have a gratitude practice in your life. So I think that who doesn't want to be 25% happier. I think <laughs> We can yeah. all do that in our world. So just one, well, of the, one more benefit, if you do write it down, I feel like you can go back and reflect on that if you are having, you know, a darker day. Yes. And even just like what we listed, healthier, happier. And there's studies that show all of these, you know, your mental wellness, your physical health, even sleeping better, better self-esteem reducing like that aggression feeling or in having more empathy and love for people and better relationships, meeting people. And there's just so many great things. I mean, who doesn't want to go out and start a gratitude practice now? <laughs> for sure. Awesome. Cool. Well, we do want to also emphasize to you um, our group that we've got started in January and we know that the new year's coming up and we are like so ready for 2021. I'm sure a lot of you are, you know, after this kind of off year of with a lot of interesting challenges, <laughs> um, but we are really looking forward to an amazing 2021 and we are wanting to help um, our listeners our friends, our family to move forward in their lives. And so at this new year, we're starting a group called Arise Now. We've had it in the past, but this is like Arise Now upgraded like three times. We've pumped it up to maximum capacity of awesomeness. And um, we're doing 
three months at a time um, to have this program. It's a success mindset training. We do trainings every Monday um, at one o'clock. And if you can't make the trainings, then we record it and you can get on and and listen to those and re-listen to them so that you're learning how to train your, your mindset into a more positive, successful accompli- accomplishment mindset. Um, this group provides support and accountability so that you can move forward and get unstuck. So all of us feel stuck in some area of life. It's just normal. We're, we feel stuck in maybe our order or our organization. We might feel stuck in a relationship. We might feel stuck in the amount of money we're making or our financial situation. We might feel stuck in our health. Um, there's all different areas in, of our life that we can feel stuck in. And so this is the chance to act. Um, you get to, it's like ready, set, go. And we're going to set a goal every month, January, February, March, you'll set a goal, a 30 day goal. So starting in January, you pick something you want to work on. You set that goal and you can achieve it. And you will be able to be in an accountability group where they give you positive feedback and support. They give you daily accountability. You check in and say, hey, you know, today I'm just doing this one little action step towards my goal. So maybe if it's um, organizing your office paperwork, then all you, you do is I'm spending 10 minutes in the office today filing bills or whatever it is. Um, so you set a little action step daily, and then you report back to your group daily that if you were able to complete the action step. And we're teaching all kinds of amazing things in this group. You're going to learn how to effectively make and use a vision board and implement um, that consistent action to bring in accomplishments and to be successful at reaching your goals. Um, you will be equipped with techniques to manage your mindset and let go of the past and the heavy and the um, heavier emotions and to bring in more positive. And um, this group lasts three months and it's, it's just amazing. We've had such a great experience doing this in the past with awesome people. We're so excited for this new group. There's going to be some amazing people in this group. And um, anyway, it's just, it's so great. We're, we're totally pumped. And this gives you all the support that you need. And it's in a fun group. It's not like, oh, drudgery. I've got to do this or that. It's really fun. We have amazing people in there, fun training. So our vision with the Rise Now is to give you all the mindset training, support, and fun and encouragement that you need in this team setting to help you move forward in your personal goals and start arising and thriving in your life. And we are thrilled to offer this. Um, it's, it is valued at over $2,000. I've been in groups that, um, are similar to this, that were about $2,000 and, um, made so much progress in it. And it's so awesome, but we're offering it for $2.99 regularly. And this new session in January for 2021, we're offering it for $2.49 and anyone who is listening today, we're going to give you an additional $50 off. Your right now membership. I know it was so great. So you will only pay $199 if you go sign up today. And it's the coupon code that you want to use on our website. So you go to arisenthrive.com and you'll use the coupon code holiday arise50 
with a capital H on holiday. So holiday, arise, and the number five zero. And you'll get that discount and be able to sign on for $199 for three months of group mentoring. It's going to be amazing. And you get me and Christina at your fingertips. Um, we will also have a Facebook group where you can receive some extra help and support and connect with the ladies and, and gentlemen that are in the group that are also moving forward. And just you meet the coolest people in these groups. They're just, it's so great. Christina, what do you want to add about Arise Now? Yeah, we're just super excited. I am pumped. I actually already have the goal that I want to work on. And so if you are looking for a change next year, this is your change. This is going to help you reach your goals more than anything. Just being able to be accountable and having this group, it's so awesome. And I personally am super excited to be a part of it and to be there every step of the way and to also share a few cool tips and tricks that Liz and I have learned to help us meet goals and it's going to be a lot of fun and this is a really good deal um so yeah take advantage now and we can't wait to see you in the class woohoo awesome it's going to be a great new year and we're looking forward to having you Thanks so much. And everybody go work on your gratitude practices and let us know how things are going. We'd love and, feedback. And we are thankful for you. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for listening. Yes. Super grateful. Thank you, everybody. Are you feeling stuck in an area of life, relationships, money, organization, health, or happiness? We want to help you get the results you have always wanted and the happiness you are worthy of. And so Christina and Liz have started a movement to support you in making positive changes in your life. Arise Now is the best place to start when you are ready to get better results in life and you want positive support, effective tools, and strong motivation to make it happen. And that's why we started our movement, Arise Now. Arise Now is a month-long support group with all of this and more. In Arise Now, you will learn to make vision boards work for you. You will have the support to set and accomplish a 30-day goal, daily accountability, and enjoy a safe, supportive community to start arising and thriving now. You will receive five weekly live trainings, including learning to use valuable tools and techniques to help you start shifting your mindset from surviving to thriving. We want to help you arise now. We believe in you. We know that you have what it takes to make your dreams a reality. And now you have the support to do it. Join us for our next Arise Now movement. Click on the link in the show notes to claim your spot to Arise Now or go to our website and enter your email for more details at ariseandthrivelife.com.